0: That's the question that brought you here. Are you satisfied with what life throws at you without ever asking why? Because I'm not. I mean, if you're content talking endlessly about the same recycled subjects over and over, just go to another podcast because this is a new platform for my friends, clients, and anyone who wants to hang around a virtual campfire and discuss questions you've always had but never dared to ask. My name is Rich Nisbet. Welcome to It's the Question. All right, here we are on podcast number six of It's the Question. And I'm going to attempt to give some relevance to what we've been talking about for the last few months. You can't really know anything unless there's something to compare it to. This is a two-valued universe. You don't know if that tree in front of you is big or small unless you have another tree that you can see or you have seen that you can relate it to. Simple, right? Now that ties in with the question that we asked last podcast. To remember times when you were young. Times when you were young. Yeah, you can compare those with what's happening now and see differences and similarities in those things. You know what's amazing about that question, remember times when you were young? When you say remember something or recall something, you are admitting that it's not happening right now, right? I remember this comedian named Mitch Hedberg who said, my friend asked me if I'd like to see a picture of him when he was younger and I said dude any picture you show me of you is when you were younger you get the point but it's therapeutic in that any answer you give you're admitting that it's not happening right now because you're remembering it see you can use it this way if you're coaching or counseling somebody let's say they're real anxious and they're really freaking out about everything and you can fit that emotion into the question, can you recall a time when you were anxious? And if you give them that question enough times and they come up with enough answers from their past, they'll eventually hit that point of payoff, the pop moment when they say something like, God, you know, I'm just remembering all these times that I was freaking out, but nothing bad really ever happened to me. I don't know what I'm so worried about all the time. I really don't have to be anxious. Boom. Now, remember a time when you were young is going to have you compare those times with now. And this is where it gets interesting. And this is where we start getting into these two valued dichotomies. Like young and old, love, hate, win, lose, start, stop, motion, no motion, right, wrong, The question, remember a time when you were young, really seems to punch up a big difference between then and now and therefore give a new perspective, which is the whole point of this podcast series, new perspectives. And I know at first glance, uh, remembering times when you were young seems pretty innocuous and no big deal. But believe me, you do it enough times and get enough answers and process enough memories you have the potential of hitting a life-changing perspective as to who you really are and your true nature as related to the material universe around you. All right, let's uh, review how this question really works and the different levels of epiphanies a person could have being asked this question. Okay, so it goes something like this. Can you remember a time when you were young? And the guy says, yeah, I remember when I fell off my bike. I was going to a swim meet, and I fell off and hurt my head, and I couldn't do the swimming meet. Very good. Can you recall another time when you were young? Uh, Yeah. Uh, My sister embarrassed me in front of her friends. Uh, I was younger, and she uh, started making fun of me, and I got really pissed. Okay, can you recall a time when you were young? Yeah. When we uh, had some ice cream, good, can you recall the time when you were young? Oh, uh, yeah, and I mowed the lawn, and all the apples started flying all over the place. You see, you keep continuing in this manner, and he keeps getting memories. When I played with army men at our campsite, when I saw my first girlfriend in art class, uh, I mastered the first three chords on a guitar, I hit the ball to center field, I got my first bicycle, i um, went to the movie theater with my buddies, on and on and on, until he hits that point of payoff, the epiphany, the new awareness. Now, not everyone is going to have the same epiphany. It could be as simple as, man, my memory is a lot better than I thought it was. Do you hear all those answers I came up with? I can't believe I could remember all that stuff. Well, that's the point of payoff. You end right there. Don't do it anymore. Don't keep going. That's really important. Or he could say, Gosh, you know, in looking at all of these, it seems that I've always kind of pulled myself out of anything that I've gotten myself into, good or bad, which I guess means I don't really have to worry that much. I think things are going to turn out okay. They have up to this point. Or the big one and this potential new awareness that a person could get from this type of questioning is the thing that pulls all of these podcasts together and it goes something like this you know in seeing all these memories of my life like I got my first bicycle I saw my girlfriend in high school I realized that my dad was right. I threw an apple into a car. I hit the ball into center field. I, 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 I. I is the only consistent element in every one of these memories. They all happened at different times with different people, different movements different environments but I was a constant in everything that's ever happened and it's been a constant regardless of the age of my body in fact a memory of yesterday is the same I as it was when my body was three years old the only thing that seems to have done any change in all of these memories is the environment around me, the buildings I've been in, my body, my friends' bodies. But, you know, I haven't changed. I am myself. I am not physical. I really don't seem to have deteriorated at all. I am separate from everything physical and everything I can perceive around me. No matter what has happened, I am the one that is aware of it all. That is the kind of epiphany and new awareness that people have said to me with this type of question. Recall a time when you were young. Now, if I was coaching you or giving you counseling on anything, I would never tell you all this. This is just for this podcast. I wouldn't tell you it because it's a lot better to come to that realization yourself than somebody like me telling you what happens. It's like tasting ice cream versus being told what it tastes like. But for the purposes of what we're doing here, I want you to know how such a simple question can produce such a powerful result. Now, I want to go over a theory that backs up what that person said about him not being physical and him being a constant throughout all the changes of life. Anything physical is bound by physical laws. Time, energy, space. Anything physical is in a constant motion of change. The house you grew up in looks completely different now. It's gone through change and time. Your body was once a little kid, but now you have an older body. That body has gone through the physical change. Now you as consciousness are not part of motion. You can't be defined in physical terms because you're not physical. The human spirit is not physical. The human spirit, or the soul, or whatever you want to call it, has certain abilities, but it isn't part of the laws of the material universe. You, as the human soul, don't actually deteriorate except by your own decisions about it. Everything you can perceive changes. Everything you can sense has energy connected with it, but you as that thing that's aware of it doesn't change. You are a constant throughout your life, but separate from all the changes that you can see around you. So there's no motion connected with you, really. It's kind of like an analogy to uh, a person operating a drone. The person is on the ground, pretty much motionless, watching this drone go around and around and around in space and time and motion and blah, blah, blah. But the person controlling it, being aware of it, is just stationary. So what are the qualities of you as a human soul or a human spirit? Well, you have the ability to perceive. You can decide things. You can have opinions about things. You can have intentions, you can flow love or hate, you can initiate communication and receive communication. These are all qualities of the human soul, but notice the core of yourself doesn't really have anything to do with anything physical. So let's tie this in with all the stuff we've been doing on these podcasts. The first one we said, have you ever been out of your body? The next one was telepathy. Have you ever experienced telepathy? Then we asked, what happens when you die? The answers we got indicate that you are not physical. People can leave their bodies with awareness and perceptions. People can pick up thoughts from distances You don't have anything to do with location, so of course you can pick up things from a distance. You're the human spirit. And a lot of people thought when they die, they don't die. Their body does. And they can actually pick up a new body or move on in the universe and continue as who they really are. Wow. I've said enough. i got to go take a nap. All right. The question that I want you to write down on a piece of paper is this think of something you would like to forget. I remember I used to play basketball a lot, and uh, after a few months of playing with the same guys over and over, I'm in the locker room, and this one guy said, Hey, Rich, what do you do for a living? And I said, Well, I'm a coach, a counselor. I, I use questions to help people. And he goes, Questions? Like what? I said, Well, let me ask you a question. Tell me something you'd like to forget. And he said, "Like, Oh... Uh, like, what do you mean? Like what? And I said, like the thing that you just thought of. What did you just think of? And he said um, that my girlfriend had to get an abortion in high school. I said, thank you for telling me. Yep, those are the kind of questions I use in my practice. And he said, damn, this is some heavy stuff. You know, that question is pretty remarkable. I, I will talk about it uh, on the next podcast, so I don't want to say much more about it. I want you guys just to list out all the things you'd like to forget. Just list them out, memory after memory after memory after memory. I don't care if it takes you half an hour, an hour, two hours. Just start writing them out. And when all of a sudden you get that big, powerful realization, that epiphany, that aha moment, that point of payoff, Put your pen down and end off on that. You're done. And please let me know what happens when you do that exercise. Okay? So write down your answers to this. What would you like to forget? Hey, thank you very much for being part of this. Email your replies and your stories to answers. At it's the